Love Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Welcome, Josh, in, in Germany to the chat room. Hey, Josh. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Click on the Listen Live button above Maria Antoinette's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646 716 5485. We welcome your phone calls with questions and our comments for Maria. And today's date is Sunday, June 7, 2020. Smoothjazz.com said about my guest today, boldly continuing to venture where no genre artist has dared before, classically trained jazz R&B-influenced harpist Maria Antoinette has turned an instrument most of us associate with delicacy and and angelic realms into a platform for snappy, full-fledged, funky urban jazz. She has definitely done that. Welcome back, Maria. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be online with you guys. I'm happy to have you back because I've been listening to this music and, girl, I'm telling you, just just like Smooth Jazz says, you just do things with the harp that's not right. (laughs) Not right. (laughs) Well, I love that. I'm glad because that was my goal. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So the first time I heard your music, um, it was Tim Garrison's um, Chill Out Jazz Show. And he played um, Give Me Your Love. And I emailed him. I said, Tim, who is that? And he told me it was harpist Maria Antoinette. And I had never heard a harp played like that before. And I have been a fan ever since. I've been listening to your music ever since. And uh, this is the second time, I believe, that I have interviewed you about your music. And so, listen, I just have to say to the listeners, if you have not, if this is your first time hearing about Maria Antoinette, harpist Maria Antoinette, check out her music straight from the harp. I highly recommend you go there first and just, just breathe in what she does with the harp in R&B and jazz is just, un- it's crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. You know, it's uh, that uh, um, Give Me Your Love was the song that actually put me on the map. And yes. it was a song that I had been wanting to do for years and years, looking for the right producer that understood what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, after my first producer actually passed away, he sent me to uh, Alan Phillips. And uh, he goes, I know what you want. And I go, he goes, what do you want to do? I said, there's this song I've been wanting to do uh, for quite some time. It's called Give Me Your Love by Curtis Mayfield. He goes, oh, okay. So he listened to it, and we worked out the arrangement and the heart parts and the solos and everything. And not even knowing then, I had not even been on radio at all. So it was my first single out of the box. So we got, you know, hired a, um, a national radio promoter and said, uh, here, can you guys see what you can do with it? And I mm-hmm. will tell you, inside of probably 30 to 45 days, that phone started ringing across the country and the U.K., 
Maria, Maria, when are you going to come out with the album? And I'm like, album? Oh, I can do album. <laughs> so I literally, for six months, denying uh, vote in the woodshed and ate, uh, slapped and breathed straight from the heart. And just so that's, that was it. That's because we have never heard the harp played the way you play it and that you brought it like out of the classical realm into jazz and R&B and you just kill it. You kill it every time, every time with the harp. And it's a harp. <laughs> yes, yes. And people have tell me, what? I've been trying to wrap it because we try to wrap our heads around that. And we're like, yes. what in the world? Where did she come from? You know? Yeah. So, but, you know, I was, I was classically trained and I had the, you know, fundamentals and I had the uh, traditional technique for harp and all of that. And the whole time, and I played a little bit in the symphony in Los Angeles, but the whole time my spirit was telling me, how can I pump this harp up? How can I play the music I grew up with? That's what Mm -hmm. I really wanted. All the long R&B, soul music, that's. Where I come from, that's what I heard. Isaac Hayes, very white in my house, all that just wonderful Stevie, everything. So I'm like, how can I transpose that and, and make that kind of music, that kind of sound? So it's yeah. been my journey. It's been my journey, I tell you. It's been an interesting one. Yes, I can I definitely can imagine that. So let's start. I, you know, I like to talk to the, to the artists about the covers um, as well. Yes the CD. Okay. So this cover for all my strings and all of the releases that you've done has this like Egyptian feel to it. So tell us about the cover. Of all my strings. I, I came up with that concept. And that's to me, again, you re, you remember I came up in the time where we had albums. And to mm-hmm. get an album was a special thing because we always loved the artwork. What does it look like? Open it up. Turn it yeah. over. To me, that was really, really important that if my CD was sitting on a table, that no one could walk past it. It had to be Mm -hmm. um, dynamic enough, like, what in the world? And, of course, I probably have a little bit of Earth, Wind, and Fire feel on that cover. Um, But I have tapped into, or I've always had a, 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 you know, side interest for ancient uh, Kemetian or Egyptian history. And the pyramids, the sphinx, all of that. So I wanted to bring those elements in on that cover. So I have an amazing photographer. So I told her kind of, you know, this is what I want to do. So she goes, okay, let's shoot it. So we shot it, and then we dropped in the background. And, uh, you know, what I wanted, I was like, I want the pyramids. I want this sort of otherworldly feel to it. Yeah. So that's how we came up with the cover of all my strings. And as you know, when you open it up, you've got the, you know, the other stuff going on too as well. Yeah. And the the cover for the single um, overture that is absolutely beautiful. The artwork Thank on that is just you. gorgeous. Yes. Yes. It's a little. That's a fire in the background because it really depicts yeah. overture. You know, when you yeah. think of an overture, it's a presentation of something that's coming. So uh, we had to have the water and the field and the colors and thank you so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love definitely. That color too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I read a review um, on Overture where the lady was saying that it starts. It has this very dramatic intro that's fitting for a, a movie. You know, was mm-hmm. that your thought with doing that? 
Well, you know, when I, when me and my producer got together and, and did the overture, I actually wanted that as a piece to open up my shows. I mm. said, when we come out, it has to be like the audience was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. What is coming, you know? And so we wanted it dynamic. I wanted it funky. I wanted the harp to be right in the middle of it. And so I wasn't thinking of a movie, but I was really thinking of live performance with that. But, you know, it's funny that other people have told me that, or they said, you you know, that should be the music for an Apple commercial. That should be, you know, everybody hears and feels different things with the overture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm want to read a review and then I'll get okay. into some music. Um, this review is from the first review is from Ronald Jackson. You know, he does the smooth jazz ride music reviews. He said an exercise in the expert manipulation of strings that transports <laughs> one to an almost dreamlike being. All my strings accomplishes its gracious goal of paying homage to string instruments. It is a humble work of art. So that is from Ronald Jackson, Smooth Jazz Riot Music Reviews. And, um, yeah, you can read the, f- the full review there on Facebook on his page. And so let's get into Overture because I want the listeners to, to see and, and hear what we were talking about. So from Maria's okay. release, All My Strings, this is Overture. Thank you. 
Overture from Maria Antoinette's yeah. new release, All My Strings. Listen, she see what I'm talking about with the heart? The girl is bad. She's bad. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to tell you one thing about Overture, too, that it was so funny. Um, it was on um, smoothjazz.com, was pushing it, and, and so I got a phone call from their staff, and they go, uh, Maria, did you know Overture is number one? I go, what? They go, yes. I'm like, I didn't even know. So it, it went from number one for, I think, 12 straight weeks oh, on wow. the smoothjazz.com, you know, that whole uh, worldwide global, smoothjazzglobal.com. It went on that one. Wow. So, Congratulations. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations. Joshin in the chat room said, that's a bombastic and smooth sound <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Well, thank you, Josh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Indeed. yes, indeed. So let's talk about all of the artists that are on this with you. Um, tell me about them, and then I want to get into the next song, which is um, That Thing, and we're going to talk about that, too. So talk, talk, let's talk about the artists that are playing with you on this. Well, I have, um, let's see, Gregory McKinney on bass. Of course, you know I have my string section, and, and um, then I have a whole entire horn section, uh, and these are some cats that come out of uh, Grossmont College here in San Diego that are like professors of music, and uh, let's see, I had a gentleman on drums, Alan Keys on, actually he does bass sometimes and guitar, and mm-hmm. uh, he's also my MD, my musical director, and me on harp. And I got stellar artists here from San Diego that are amazing, and I'm so proud of them. And so together we come together and we create this music. And uh, what I love most about being in a band situation is that, you know, when we get ready to go on stage or we're, we rehearse, is that it's almost like a family and we're in it together. We're in it to win it. Yeah. And their skill set and their skill sets are you know, at the top of their game. So I've got a great crew. Oh, and then I had backup singers, uh, a couple girls out of, one girl from San Diego and uh, one from Los Angeles. Armando Ramsey, yeah. So I got a good team. I'm really proud of them. Yes, yes, you do. Okay, so um, I saw a video of you at the San Diego Jazz Festival playing the next song I'm going to play, That Thing. Okay, um, and the strings, the violinists that were there. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. To talk, tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's exciting because that thing. I and I was telling you earlier that I love playing that song. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just some of the rhythm things that just makes me smile and makes me feel really good. And I love that. And so when we went to San Diego, we did the San Diego show. Of course, I brought my whole crew. And uh, Pat Prescott was when I was going to the stage. So she goes, Maria, you brought your crew. I go, yes. I say because <laughs> I'm on the last day, and uh, I have to show you guys really what the heart is all about because really a lot of times the promoters they're like oh no the harvest I don't want to put my my uh, uh, clients you know the audience to sleep I say we don't come to put anybody to sleep oh, so no. that thing that thing you know I just love playing it I love the interlude with the strings and plus it's a remake of you know Lauren Hill's song mm-hmm. do wop do that thing that thing so I open it a lot of times with a little bit of soliloquy depending on 
on where I met and I talked to the women. This ladies, this song is for you. You know, you better watch out because, you know, a lot of times, you know, people present themselves to you. So I kind of go down that road a little bit. And they're like, what is she going to play? And then we go down there and the strings start and the melody kicks in. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so then they start rocking. So, yeah, yeah, that thing, and yeah. it was hot. It was really hot in San Diego. Well, all the whole show was, but, yeah, yeah. I love that That thing. was a great, that was a great performance. And I was, I was really just focused on the, the violinist and the string. I mean, because I love strings in music. I absolutely yes. love it. And if it's done right, it's just beautiful. And that whole performance, it was so good. But those, those strings, man. Yes, yes. Those strings. Well, you know, that is a. Yeah, that's a Maria Antoinette signature. If I'm doing yeah. a big show, I have to have my strings on stage with me because it sets a different tone completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have strings on stage with you and you have your rhythm section, it just raises the bar beautifully. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I just love it. I really do. It's like, you know, remember Barry White? He had a whole orchestra on stage with him. Mm-hmm. You know, Isaac yep. Hayes, he had the orchestra. And so I just love that. It's like, oh, my God, this is really amazing. So. Yeah, that's that's a Marie Antoinette signature. Okay, so I'm going to play that thing next, but I have a review for this single from jazzworld.com. He says, the first single is a take on the classic track from Lauryn Hill's catalog, her 1998 hit, Doo-Wop, That Thing. This version is called That Thing, and it is an innovative rhythmic track that astutely balances jagged hip-hop edginess and a melodic R&B soul. It's an unlikely composition for a classic harpist, which makes it Maria Antoinette's sweet spot. She has made it her mission to tackle unexpected funk, rhythm, and blues, and pop songs, creating new possibilities for her instrument by presenting them with harp as the protagonist. That's a great review of this song. Great review. That's great. It is. That's beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Here it is, That Thing.
girl. <laughs> and you imagine that the end when I do it live, I got back the backup singers and they come in uh, singing, girls, you know, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hot. It's really hot. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, that is that thing. And that is from her new release, All My Strings. So I have a question for you from Josh, yeah. and he wants to know, does it need dubbing to record a track like the last one, or can this be recorded, played in one take? Sounds like the left and right hand do totally different things, melody and rhythm. Yes. Absolutely. I'm doing the melody on the left hand and the right hand. I mean, left hand is carrying the bass, and sometimes the right hand is carrying the melody. Absolutely. But I'm ah. playing them simultaneously, so it's not separate. The hands okay. are not, I mean, the hands are playing at the same time. Okay. Okay. Oh, awesome. All right. So now I, I wanted to ask you about doing cover songs, you know, with, with um, Give Me Your Love and That Thing. How do you choose a song to cover that you feel fits the heart? Well, you know, I'm in a, well, first of all, the, the lines, if they have a lot of melodic lines like piano, it's going to mm-hmm. work. Because everything doesn't work on the heart. You know, there's yeah. a lot of music I can hear that I like, but no, that's not going to work on the heart because it's too chromatic changes, too many chromatic changes. So if the melody uh-huh. lines are like, let's say, the piano, I can tackle it. Because really, the harp is really like an upright piano. And if you look inside of a um, grand piano, that's what you see. It's like a harp laying down. Mm. Um, the only difference is being that the harp is upright, when I'm playing it, my accidentals, my black keys are on, in my feet. So I have seven pedals in which I'm changing keys um, on the strings with my feet. And each string represents three different notches, flat, sharp, and natural. Uh, flat, natural, and sharp. So when I'm playing, I'm you know my feet are moving around in, in tones of trying to get the different tones and sounds and colors that I want. Um, and so no, everything can be played on the harp. But when I'm listening to uh, different covers of something I like, and then I'll look at the music and I'm like, ooh, the harp can carry that that line right there. My mm-hmm. rhythm section can carry that, and so that's how I approach it. Okay. When you first started playing the harp. Um, how long did it take you to get coordinated with your hands and your feet and all of that <laughs> working together? <laughs> That's a good question because, you know, normally when you start playing the harp, the teacher has you playing with one finger, then two fingers, then three fingers. Then she will bring in the left hand gradually. Um and then I, I, that's what I started out. I didn't even have the pedal harp at that time, which is I okay. had a small harp that didn't have pedals. It had like little levers, so I would lift the levers. Um, but I would say I think in a matter of five years, maybe less. I I graduated to let's say a pedal harp with the pedals and and uh, uh, playing with both had right hand, left hand, um, and more let's say more advanced like intermediate type of music. Uh, and then on to more advanced music, which was very technically challenging. I mean, really hard, hard stuff. So um, it took me it took me a good while to get to that point. I'm going to say, let's say, six, seven years to challenge, to really get to some challenging material classically. I'm talking about all classical yeah. music now. And um, But I had great teachers. I had really some really good teachers that have uh, taught me well. And I would say I think that's the key to the whole the whole thing as well is having good instruction. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then on the other hand too, I love to practice. 
So mm-hmm. it wasn't a thing, go practice, go practice. I was in the room practicing all the time because that's what I loved. So that makes a difference as well. If it's something your parents said you got to do, it's, you're not feeling it. But that was the instrument I chose. And when I came in with the harp to tell my mom and dad that, you know, I wanted to play the harp, and they were like, we're not paying for no harp, and we ain't playing for no harp lessons. So I didn't get the, the, the they didn't see it because of course you know a harp is not really in our community you know we've got singers dancers bass drum percussion but you don't see the harp in you know the uh, African American community so what is this they didn't understand yeah. so yeah. but as time went on and they were seeing me pray I mean play and practice and then the bishop at our church asked me to come in and play some uh, sacred music uh, for church. And everybody's like, wow, that's beautiful. And so I just, you know, went along and and I just grew like that. And I love performing. And, um, you know, that's part of my journey until, you know, like I said, you know, I went to school, studied and, and got some uh, good instruction and uh, played, like I said, in the symphony in Los Angeles for a while. And then coming out of that and um, saying, you know what, I want to do my music. I want to do the music I grew up with. Mhm. Mhm. So and has a comment. Um, he says, "Hand and feet. That must be more difficult than organ." Yes. Well, you know, I've never played the organ, but it's just as hard. It's just the, tell me, you know, Josh, it's the same concept. Absolutely, hand and mm-hmm. feet moving simultaneously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next song I'm going to play is "All My Strings." Tell me about this one. This is an original tune written by actually my producer, and he brought it to me because he said, you know, you really need to show off your virtuosic skills. So he goes, I think this would be really cool. We'll put the strings in there, and the harp will take a lead part. But uh, doing coming from a sort of classical, smooth jazz um, place. So he, he wrote it, and I uh, thought, hmm, well, he, I listened to it. I go, oh, that's nice. Actually, I really like that. So he said he had named something else. But no, that's it's, it's titled "All My Strings" because basically on that song I'm using a lot of the strings on the harp, and so that's why I chose that title, "All My Strings." Okay. All right, I'm talking to harpist Maria Antoinette about her new release, "All My Strings." If you would like to call in with a question, the phone number is six four six seven one six five four eight five. Six four six seven one six five four eight five. Here is all my strings.
Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> that is all my strings. That is the title track for Maria's new release. Josh says, I really like that sound. It's easy to understand why King Saul found comfort when David played the harp. It's such a bright and positive sound. I totally agree. Yes, thank you, Josh. Thank you, all of you. Yeah, and I love playing that one, too, uh, because yeah. of the, dynamic, the dynamics of that and uh-huh. uh, just all the range that I can be all over the harp with that. I just love I just love it. I do. Yeah. Well, I, I want to give a shout-out to the AP All-Star String Ensemble. How did you meet them? That was through my producer. He put them together for me. And he had worked with them on some other projects uh, with some other artists that he was working with. And so he put that together, and uh, they are spectacular. And I will tell you that in the studio, uh, I have about nine of them, nine string section in the studio. But on stage, I have about five. So we are a little bit less on stage and more in the studio because it really gives that four orchestral sound. Mm -hmm. They are on point. They are really incredible. They're great. Now, when you reduced it like that from nine to five, did it kind of, I mean, how did that work with the music? Did you lose anything in the music because of that? Not really. Um, I mean, it doesn't, I would say on stage, it doesn't sound as full as I would like it to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was telling my producer, I said, you know, in San Diego, because I went back and I listened to the whole entire concert from top to bottom, you know, and I said, the strings need to be a little bit more dynamic. I need to hear those next time. So like in Catalina, we will have special mics for them to really give it that full, full sound of, you know, what I have. Yeah. Yeah. I really want them to sing out, you know, so, but it's still, it's still great. It still sounds good. Okay, awesome. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so we we talked earlier uh, before we went live about, you know, the artists and how you guys have this, this COVID-19 has affected your uh, ability to make a living, you know, and but at the same time, we appreciate all of the virtual concerts that are happening and keeping us fans sane in the meantime. Um, but I know that you do have a gig coming up on Catalina Island, so... I am happy, number one, that you guys are starting to go back to work. I got an email from Brian Simpson and Peter White. They also have dates coming up, so I'm happy about that. Um, Is is Catalina the only thing happening for you right now this year? Yes, right now this year is what I have on the books, which is October the 11th. I do have two Dates in 2021. I can't really release it now, but it's, if I said, you would automatically know. And they're, they're big shows. Okay. Um, but the but the promoter just told me, just wait, Maria. So we don't put it out just yet. But yes, I yeah. do right now for 2020. This is what I have. A 2021, yes. And I think honestly, too, we will be going across the water too to do some international stuff. So that's on the table as well. Good, good. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. It's yeah. I know it's been a struggle yes. for you guys, but I'm really happy that you know things are starting to open up for you again, and the, the dates and the gigs are coming in. So good. I'm happy about that. Yeah, good. yes. You know, and it's interesting too because when I was dropping um, all my strings, I had started down that 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 track, and then COVID hit. 
And then I got a few phone calls. It's like, you're dropping an album now. Everybody's pulled back on their projects because, you know, this and that and the other. I was like, honey, that train is already going down that track and it's no, you know, turning back. But it actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise because if everybody's pulling back on their projects and I'm standing there in the spotlight, well, I'm getting a lot of play. And Mm -hmm. so it happened to be really a good thing. And then digitally, my my digital downloads and online purchases have really been very brisk. So I'm really happy about that. That's been really good. so I can just say that even with the COVID thing, it was to me, for me and my crew, it was almost a blessing in disguise for us. And then I had time to just um, sit down and do all the things I wanted to do, write more music, practice more, uh, do, of course, a lot of things around the house that I wanted to do. I tell you, I've uh, painted, uh, renovated, uh, gave different parts of the house a facelift. I mean, just done a lot of things. So. <laughs> I was able to just stop and say, okay, I'm going to do this since we can't do anything, you know. So now I, my place is looking like spectacular. In fact, I'm out back right now, and I'm just like, oh, my God, my backyard is just gorgeous. <laughs> but it had to take COVID to do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, a lot of us. That happens to a lot of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. But, you know, I hope I'll be glad when we can get back to where we were in terms of what we were doing and we can gather and have yeah. a good time, hear beautiful music, and hopefully we're not six feet apart. And, uh, you know, we do what we do as artists and, and uh, it'd be beautiful and wonderful and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw my post yesterday, but I would love to see a collaboration between you and Brian Culberson. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be be amazing. The music that you two would, oh my God, you have got, y'all have got to come together and do, even if it's just a single, I would love to play together. Yes. Okay, well, you know what? Hey, if you feel that we can maybe probably make that happen, you know, when you put it out there in the universe like that, things do happen. So that would be really awesome. I would love that. I would love that opportunity. So yeah. we will we'll see what happens with that. That's that's kind of cool. And I may have someone to reach out into their camp. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm gonna. I tagged both of you on my post yesterday, and so I'm hoping that this will happen because between the two of you with the harp and his piano, both both of you produced so beautiful music, and I love Brian's ballads, and I think that the two of you coming together with the piano and the harp and doing a ballad, oh, my God, that would just be, that would be so That would be good. awesome. That would, that would be, be so awesome. good. <laughs> Yes, it would be. It would be. I will definitely consider that and maybe be start thinking in that direction. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and Josh said with Brian's wife singing. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a – well, of course, I don't really know a lot. But anyway, I didn't know that uh, his wife sang. She's an opera singer. <laughs> she has a beautiful voice. Oh, beautiful voice. Okay, okay, and, um, okay. Yeah, she yeah she does some singing on his on his um stuff, but she does more background stuff. Background, but, okay, because I've heard yeah I've heard background vocals, but I didn't know it was his wife. So mm-hmm. that would be an amazing collaboration. Because actually, I'm working on uh, this uh, a very talented young girl that's about ready to emerge, and uh, we're in, I'm in the studio with her next week, and we're doing just harp and voice. 
It's absolutely oh. stunning. It's like okay. if it's magic, you know, with like Stevie Wonder harping voice. It's something yeah. similar but different. But it's different, you know. Uh, more yeah. on the spiritual realm, realm. But it's it's amazing. So you'll probably be hearing that as well. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to close the show with one of your favorites on the CD. Do you have one? Let's see. Well, you know what? Sekhmet. The lioness okay. goddess. Okay. Yes. That's, Tell that's me about it with that one. Okay. Well, uh, bass player, uh, Gregory McKinney, and uh, and opens up with a, a bass solo that's funky. And out of the blue, we hear the harp comes in with the beautiful glissando. Like, oh, this sounds interesting. And I put some special effects on it. And uh, and then we go into a whole nother realm. Now, this song is one of my favorites because it kind of taps into a whole metaphysical vibe, like a mm. chill vibe. And I, that's what I wanted to accomplish on this one as well. Uh, was just like you sit back and you go, whoa, this is nice. And you can be at home with a glass of wine or kombucha and just chill and just enjoy the sound so this is segment and this i tapped into this one for those of you who don't know what who segment is she is a lioness goddess again we're going back to ancient egypt she mm-hmm. was a goddess of war and uh she has quite a bit of history um but i wanted to tr- tap into her vibe so uh this is what it is segment the lioness goddess all right all right i'll close the show with that are you working on new music you ready for the next release? i am <laughs> Absolutely, I always like I was telling you, I got to keep up in the ante. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's no time to stop. Well, I have the ability and the wherewithal, and I got a great team. You know, let's go, let's go for it. All right, so we can look for something in 2021. Mm, maybe. Well, we'll maybe maybe 2022. We don't know just yet. Okay. So just okay. trying to push this one and work start to work on the new one. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. Let everyone know where okay. they can find you on social media. Okay. On social media in terms of, uh, well, at my website, one, MariaAntoinette.com, and it's spelled a little bit differently, M-A-R-I-E-A, and then another A, and then Antoinette. So .com, and when you go there and buy product off the, my website, you get extra stuff in your, in your bag when you receive the CD. I always put some really special things in there um, that people love. Um, and then on digital downloads, Apple, Google Music, Amazon, you can find me there. Um, and then on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And mm-hmm. all under Maria Antoinette Harpist. All right, got it. Thank you, okay. girl. Another well, thank you release. so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and I'm just so humbled when I get the phone calls. Like we want to interview you, so thank you so much, and you know for your thoughtfulness and your leadership and having me come and be a part of your show. I just I really love it. Thank you. I was thrilled to have you on. I'm I'm always happy to have you back on. I love your music. I love what you're doing with the harp, and much much continued success to you. For real, I mean, just I hope you just you know. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Just you're like so you know, bust all the records, break all the records. That's right, break all the records. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, listeners, okay. you got a sneak peek of Maria's new release, "All My Strings." And earlier, I I suggested that you also check out her release, "Straight from the Harp." 
um, definitely check out her. Um, if you've never heard of her before, today is your day to just go get the music and just chill out with it because it's, it's what she does with the harp is just so good, so good. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Marie. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. All right, Josh, and thank you for hanging out, and thank you for all of your questions and comments. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. From Maria's new release, All My Strings, this is Sekhmet, Lioness Goddess. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.